0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Grizz Griswold of Finos, and this is the Open Source and Finance Podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, we have the Finos Q1 All Community Call with Gab Columbro and the rest of the Finos gang, plus Finos Project Maintainers who will update you on a couple of projects that we'll get to in a little bit. But with that, as always, let's hit the music. Music Alright, welcome in. Hope you're all doing well. Last week, uh, we had our Finos Q1 2022 all-community call. If you were not able to join us, we wanted to make sure that you had a chance to listen to at least the audio. There's a video version available as well on our website, and will be up on YouTube uh, if it's not already by now. So the Finos gang got together and uh, we talked about what was happening in Q4 of 2021, um, but also we looked forward to 2022. So uh, I feel that this is important to kind of set the baseline for 2022. Um, by the way, we did announce the name change here again uh, for the open source in finance form. Uh, that will be July 13th in London and also on December 8th in New York City. And uh, the call for papers, the call for proposals, the call for speakers is open right now. So if you're looking to speak at one of our conferences, if you're looking to get involved with our communities, um, please go ahead and submit your proposal to talk. So I did want to mention also that uh, we had project maintainers speak during the all community call. And that has been something that we added uh, last year, I believe. Uh, that we have some of our projects that that uh, submit a proposal to give an update on uh, one of their projects that they're maintaining. And um, really, we, we want you to get involved. We want you to obviously, <laughs> we want you to get involved, but we want you to learn about uh, what a project is, and what they're doing um, currently, uh, at least once a quarter. So um, I'm actually taking the videos from from each one of these and uh, popping them out and, and we'll have them available on the website but also on the READMEs. Uh, we're planning on putting those on the project repos as well so um, first of all if you are a project maintainer and you were not able to speak during this all community call reach out to us um, we'd love to record a quick video with you to um, let our community know the updates on your particular project and if you are not a FinOS maintainer or you would like to be one or uh, you were just listening to my voice and telling me to get along with it, um, let me tell you who we did have speak. Uh, this may not be in the correct order, but um, we had Compliant Financial Infrastructure Project. That was Abdullah Garcia from J.P. Morgan Chase. We had the Source SIG, which was Arthur Maltzen from Capital One. Uh, Financial Objects Sig, uh, that was Fee Acklin from Goldman Sachs. We had KDB Plus from Alvin Shi, uh, Symphony BDK and WDK from Olivier Pompiane from Symphony, and uh, finally FTC3 Chris West from Cosaic. So, so I hope this is useful. Um, I will make sure that I put the slides that everybody used in our show notes on our website. So if you're listening to this on Uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, please note that uh, we'll also have a link back to our website that has the uh, slides, the video, the audio, everything that you need. Um, So with that, I'm going to let uh, uh,
1: Gab and James and everybody else take it away. Enjoy. Enjoy. Okay, so welcome everyone to the Finos Q1 2022 community call. It's been a while since we held this call. Actually, if you remember, we skipped uh, the Q4 last year, as we had the opportunity to meet you all back in person, uh, both in New York and London at OSSF. Uh, So I'm really excited to uh, uh, share with you. the plan for the year we had a very important board meeting two weeks ago uh, but most importantly as usual uh, uh i'm gonna try to be as quick as possible with my part and the finest team part so that we can leave room to our maintainers uh to give us an update on their projects uh, we have been experiencing uh, uh, a lot of growth last year um, and i'm happy to share that with you and continue on this track uh for the year um i'm not gonna go through the uh, antitrust policy noted policy right, policy notice. Uh, I assume you all should be familiar with that by now. Uh, uh, but as usual, uh, remember this is a, a public forum that involves participation of industry competitors, and we have uh, antitrust policies uh, and of course, code of conduct uh, that guides how we uh, behave. Um, Jim, uh, James, thank you. So uh, as I said, we have a pretty packed agenda. Um, we're going to start with a quick review of last year. Uh, I'm going to try to keep that as short as possible, but it's been a uh, an eventful year. So I want to make sure that you guys uh, 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 are familiar with what happened, and we're able to build on what happened last year, and especially that we celebrate the community growth that we experienced in 2021. Um, the primary goal for us hosting this call in q1 is really to align the community to uh, to really fill in the community the conversations that happen at the at the governing board meeting on January 19th and really as much as possible to align uh, um you know the execution of finos to uh, of course the evolution of our open source community and how maintainers and contributors can help us uh, continue to grow, Uh, uh, the foundation. And so the next section will be about really sharing with you uh, our goals, our vision, uh, and how can you help. And then, as I said, most importantly, we have six projects, uh, six maintainers uh, presenting and giving you an update. And again, hopefully very actionable call to actions for you to uh, get involved. And then finally, last but not least, we have a preview a sneak peek on an announcement and uh, upcoming dates for uh 2020 that you want to mark in your calendar 2022 that you want to mark in your calendar i'm two years uh uh late um james you want to go next thank you uh next slide so um we have uh, i always enjoy starting with the pretty logo slide our uh, community has grown uh, drastically, last year we are now at over 50 uh, members across uh, platinum, gold, silver, and associate. Um, I think again a, a very strong demonstration of the uh, corporate diversity support uh, that we receive, uh, not just from financial institutions but from technology companies uh, um, and from you know more and more consortia in the industry that are waking up to. The notion that open source can help accelerate standardization, as we very well know, uh, through our you know efforts like FDC3, Legend, and the several other uh, standard specifications uh, type projects that we have. Um, I want to thank you, all of our members. This would not be possible uh, without you. Next slide, James. Um, when I look at what happened in 2021, um, not only we have added. Uh, 19 members, um, again, uh, uh, an over 30% growth of our members, very widely, uh, very, you know, uh, evenly spread across platinum, gold, silver associates are really uh, uh, proving the uh, uh, value proposition of Venus uh, for more and more uh, organizations out there. But of course, as a nonprofit, we are measured, not measured in revenue, we are measured in uh, the value that our projects produce. Uh, and so it's been amazing to see almost one project or SIG uh, uh, contributed a year, uh, sorry, a month last year. Um, shout out to our maintainers and contributors. We have several of them here. Uh, uh, and you know, we expect the project portfolio to continue growing and hopefully consolidating, continue to deliver added value. Um, we for the first time ran. Uh, the state of open source in financial services survey and report. If you haven't read it, there is uh, really interesting insights there uh, that can help not only you understand the value of open source in financial service, but really your organization and the challenges that uh, come for a regulated institution to participate in the open source community. Um, We launched our podcast. Uh, There's been really several key deliverables beyond, of course, our core business of uh, producing value through our projects. Uh, And I'll touch on it in the next slide. Uh, Next slide. One thing before we touch on on a couple of the the highlights, um, last year marked the first full year as uh, the financial arm of the Linux Foundation. Um, Clearly, we have seen uh, a growth from a membership standpoint. Uh, that has been unprecedented, uh, as you can see, just a comparison with 2020 is is really positive, and, and it seems to be indicating a trend line over, over the last couple of years. Um, but what I wanted to call out here is that we are seeing a part of this is due to the fact that the Phoenix team has been able to really focus on, you know, the financial service industry, the subject matter expertise, the business development activities, both from a membership and new members and new project standpoint, because the sort of backbone of our developer tool chain, uh, our shared services like uh, research, training, events, they're all being provided by the Linux Foundation. And so uh, we've received consistent feedback last year as to how the uh, a merger and joining the Linux Foundation has delivered added value uh, not only to our members but to our maintainers and contributors in general. And uh, you know we'll talk about open source security in the wake of the log 4j and, and fakers and callers issues. Uh, that's another area where I'm really excited to be part of the Linux Foundation as uh, this is a you know a global issue that we're trying to, to address together. Um, next slide, James. Um couple of highlights from last year. Um, we produced a training. This is our first project-centric training um, around FDC3. Uh, it's an introductory training, both uh for business and technical audiences. It was produced by the adaptive team. Um if you haven't, if you don't know what FDC3 is or you haven't taken this train or you know what it is and you haven't taken this training, I very much encourage you to. Uh, it's free. Um And the reason I'm bringing this up is that I want maintainers and contributors to be aware that we have this tool. Um, Training is a very common tool to grow adoption and contribution to your project. So if you have uh, an idea, and of course, you're willing to put some sweat equity in helping us produce a training for your project, please reach out to help at finance.org. We see this as a huge way of growing uh, adoption of our projects. Next. And then a couple more highlights. Maybe you want to do the full build, James. I think that's my bad with the builds here. Uh, But we launched a podcast last year. Uh, I talked about the state of open sourcing financial services. And the interesting bit here is that, of course, we got some coverage in the news, but this is also continuing to drive um, new engagements with the foundation. We still remain the place where, Financial institutions come to learn more about open source. And so we will continue running the survey and hopefully over time be able to measure progress uh, uh, in the maturity scale, as you see through our goals. Uh, And then, last but not least, I want to send a shout out to the Legend project. Uh, uh, We were, you know, not only We've seen a lot of progress in that project, but this has been recognized uh, also by industry awards. So uh, uh, kudos to the legend team. And then last but not least, if you haven't listened to our podcast, shout out to Grace. We now have a podcast that is growing. I think we may be hopefully up to the top 10 open source podcasts out there. So um, again, many ways to consume information from Finos. Next. This is a slide that I've shown to the board two weeks ago, and actually numbers are even looking better uh, two weeks later, Uh, but we've grown about 26%. Right now it's 31%, our contributor strength. If you're not familiar uh, with these graphs, this is on the LFX insight platforms, all finance metrics are transparent and publicly available on lfx.linuxfoundation.org. As a point of reference, this is twice as fast a growth that the broader Linux Foundation has experienced in terms of new contributors coming to the Foundation. So again, kudos, just a few years ago this wouldn't have been possible. James, next. This drills down a little bit further. Um, Actually, I tweeted a very similar picture yesterday. We can see how after Christmas activity has picked up very strongly after the holidays. Uh, But again, this is our five-year outlook. And and again, when I look at this picture, I'm really excited to see how much activity across so many different channels and projects uh, happens in the foundation. Next. And with that, uh, I'm making sure that we stay on time. I wanted to quickly send a shout out. I'm not going to go through the a whole list of top contributors but this is our 2021 leaderboard if you actually go to lfx you'll also be able to find uh, the individual contributor leaderboard Uh, of course you know i gotta give a shout out to to goldman sachs they didn't used to be there in 2020 in terms of the top contributors but again i think it's important to notice that nine out of ten Uh, uh, top contributors come from financial institutions. And that is a huge validation, we think, of the work that you guys in the community have done over the last three years. Next, James. Um, And so we took the opportunity, we had the luck of being able to really uh, carefully plan our two events in the three months last year in Q4 where actually it was possible to have in-person events. So I think it's been one of the highlights for me last year to be able to bring the community back in person. We had over uh, 700 people registered. Uh, um, we you know, had two fantastic events in London and New York. Uh, it has sparked so many conversations and you'll hear plans for the events this year. What we did, and you wanna go to the next slide, back to our top contributors. Uh, um, James, you wanna go to the next one? Uh, we actually made sure to reward both uh, uh, members uh, in terms of organizations and individual contributors in the realization that, again, a community, our community is only as strong as we have both corporate participation and individual contributions. So we need to make sure to um, incentivize and reward both uh, uh, sides of the equation. uh, a big shout out to our contributors uh, for the fantastic work done both across EMEA uh, and the Americas region. I know James has put a lot of effort into making sure that that you guys are always rewarded. We are very uh, keen to hear your feedback as to we can as to how we can continue to do that better and better over time. Next slide. Okay. Um, with that, of course, uh, feel free to always post questions. Uh, in the chat, uh, but I want to start with a, f- a bit of a forward-looking uh, uh, set of statements uh, and sort of our plan for the year. I think it's important to understand that we think, we, you know, we have experienced a lot of growth in the last uh, three years, a um, little over three years that we became Finos, um, but we're just at the beginning. Um, if you look at the signals in the industry, Um, We're seeing VCs uh, like Andreessen Horowitz waking up to the idea that uh, open source is going to drive the next wave of uh, uh, developer-driven innovation in financial services. Uh, We're seeing regulators, again, across regions. uh, Chinese financial regulators are encouraging banks to not only consume but contribute to open source. Uh, And last but not least, we're seeing uh, financial institutions, many of which are our members, stepping up in open source centric consortia, like the Open Source Security Foundation. Um, We'll talk more about it. Of course, uh, this slide was actually built before uh, the whole log4j vulnerability, the log4shell vulnerability. Um, So we're seeing even more uh, commitment from the industry, not just around using open source, but really ensuring systemic sustainability of the ecosystem. So James, next slide. And so, with that, uh, in the spirit of transparency, I wanted to uh, share with you some of the key results that uh, we are going for this year. Uh, this is not the full uh, OKRs. Okay there are some that are, uh, uh, you know, remain sort of more confidential. that are less uh, pertinent for the community. What I wanted to share with you is, especially the ones in bold. Um, many of our goals do depend on uh, you folks taking active actions and really work in alignment with the Finos team. Uh, I'm thinking specifically, um, you know, OKRs around uh, uh, security scanning and growing, you know, improving our security posture will require participation and active, uh, uh, you know, uh, contribution from our maintainers in really enabling Uh, the right checks around their projects, Um, bringing in buy side or cloud service providers as members or maintainers. We can certainly take the lead on that one, like for the regulators, but we certainly could use your referrals and your engagement uh, to bring in uh, uh, and open up adjacent uh, audiences to come into the foundation. Automating our project operations in LFX. You'll see over the next year, a lot more tooling coming from LFX. And you know, our ask is that you can help us work with our project coordinators, with our community managers uh, to roll out some of these features. Um, and then of course, we have a pretty uh, aggressive target of doubling the speed of growth of our community when it comes to the contributor strength. We landed around 30% last year. We think there is potential to really accelerate that. Um, two more things I want to say here. Uh, if, you think, if you're think, if you asking where the foundation is going to try to expand, uh, these are a few audiences that have been prioritized as very adjacent to our community. Uh, and in terms of geography, um, I might be biased here, given my accent, but we are going to uh, accelerate our expansion in Europe. Um, uh, several financial institutions from from Europe are uh, are very interested. That doesn't mean that we're not going to develop Latin America or APAC, but we think those are going to be more opportunistic, again, in the spirit of growing the maturity of the foundation first, before we jump into, for example, running meetings in three time zones. Um, Of course, we'd love to hear your feedback on this one. Uh, uh, This has been, from our perspective, something that you know, will still drive the global nature of Finos. You have several European banks and and institutions right now. We think we can do much more there, Uh, but if you have strong opportunities on the APAC region, please let us know. I would be happy to to nurture them. Next slide, James. Um, On that, uh, um, I wanted to share with you, um, actually, I'm gonna call uh, uh, one of our team members, Idanna muuel, to give you uh, a bit of a uh, an overview, but just want to do an introductory hat. Um, we have agreed with the board to focus um, on three key initiatives for the year. Um, these are directly connected to some of the key results that we have uh, uh, and we just discussed. Uh, but the reality is that there are certain initiatives that are partly made up of Finos investments and partly you know, uh, include community-driven activities, so projects, SIGs, um, that are so very uh, core to the value proposition of Finos that we need to run them in a more you know, structured and aligned framework. And so uh, Aitana Mjol, uh, who many of you know, uh, uh, is now our senior manager for strategic initiatives, and she will take the lead on aligning these three key initiatives across the different work streams that make uh, make them up. Um, so Aitana, do you wanna give us a quick uh, uh, overview of the strategic initiatives?
2: Sure, thank you, Gab. Um, so in, in 2022, we're prioritizing these uh, three strategic initiatives. The first one is Open RegTech with a two-pronged approach on collaboration among banks and also raising awareness and promoting open source collaboration among and with financial regulators. The results we're looking for on the bank collaboration stream will be very much driven by the Reg Innovation SIG and its success in incubating, so to say, in launching reg-focused software or standards projects. And we actually expect the first such project to be proposed soon Uh, we're continuously looking for use for use cases so uh, please get in touch uh, raise a github issue in the open repository or uh, join the next regsig meeting on on march 1st on the regulator front our efforts will focus on supporting regulators in their open source readiness journey and on the other hand on launching, ideally, a cross-regulator collaborative open source project. Uh, We have some very interesting conversations going on with uh, some regulators. So stay tuned. And again, uh, join us for for the next Sig meeting on March 1st. Moving on to FTC3, um, or desktop interoperability, we'll be splitting efforts in uh, two areas, the first one being the FTC3 project itself and ensuring efficient and sustainable collaboration and i want to stress the sustainability component as we are continuously looking for participation and also for project maintainers so fdc3 is a widely used project and it does not uh, maintain itself on its own so if you use fdc3 we really encourage you to get involved and to contribute either as a participant or a maintainer and we'll be hearing more about uh, FTC3's current activities from Chris West of COSAIC, um, who is an FTC3 maintainer. The other leg of, of this initiative is the wider FTC3 ecosystem, uh, where we're receiving and also nurturing contributions and projects that are related and complementary to the standard. And finally, we're doubling down on open source readiness, or OSR, this year which is something that is foundational to Finos and our mission to promote open-source in the industry. The Open Source Readiness Special Interest Group is a critical piece of this initiative. It's led by Vm Brassor of Wipro and Peter Smolovich uh, from Morgan Stanley, who are actually soliciting input for their 2022 roadmap. So again, if you have use cases, requests, or challenges you would like to share with the community, Uh, please reach out, raise a GitHub issue, or join the next meeting on March 2nd. Uh, We really want to hear from you uh, what you need um, in terms of open source readiness. Uh, I also wanted to uh, call out to or or encourage you to keep an eye out for uh, open source software security discussions in upcoming meetings and for the open source maturity uh, survey that is uh, coming up this year. So yeah, please do get in touch if you'd like to get involved uh, in any of these initiatives. If you have questions or feedback, we look forward to to hearing from you. And yeah, thank you very much. Back to you, Gab.
1: Thank you, Dana. Thank you so much. Um, almost like we prepared this, talking about open source uh, software security, um, you know, I, I I'm well aware that many of you have dealt over the last two months with uh, the log for shell vulnerability. Um, as I said before, I am really excited for uh, Finos being part of the Linux Foundation, as Linux, the Linux Foundation has played a key role in responding to uh, um, you know questions around the broader open source uh, sustainability, maintainer sustainability, and of course the security of uh, open source projects. Um, there are uh, uh, three. Uh, uh, you know, when you break down the problem of, uh, sorry, James, if you can go back to the previous slide for a second. Um, the the one thing that I want to call out here is that we started as a Linux Foundation much earlier than you know the the log4j vulnerability to really put together. Um, industry-wide uh, efforts like OpenSSF middle, middle of last year, or even, you know, response to the Solar Winds attack earlier in 2020 response to the Biden executive order that has culminated in the Linux Foundation actually being invited to a meeting at the White House two weeks ago with the largest tech firms uh, in the world to really respond as to what can we do as an industry, not just financial service, but really as a tech industry Um, to secure open source and to sustain open source as we all realize the world runs on open source. So James, if you want to go to the next one, um, of course, this is not something that Finos can do on its own. Uh, uh, And so if you break down the problem, we think there are three separate tracks here. One is, you know, making sure that above and beyond the projects that are hosted under foundations, which of course, you know, uh, uh, enjoy uh, more funding and support and visibility. The industry works uh, to ensure that we can catch ahead of time, not only vulnerabilities, but also projects that are unhealthy from a maintainer's health standpoint, kind of going back to the call to action from Aitana. Um, You've probably seen yesterday an announcement uh, of the Alpha Omega project Uh, under the OpenSSF, which is really about securing the top 50 projects in the world and then working to identify what the next long tail of open source projects that are not properly maintained could use funding and direct to maintain that funding. So DLF is going to drive on that side through OpenSSF. What Phenos needs to do is to make sure that our house is in order and therefore securing not only our projects, but as much as possible critical projects that the financial service industry is depending on. I'll have a, a slide on that with concrete actions in the next slide. And then finally, uh, going back to open source readiness and what I was saying, there is always an element of professional open source consumption. And so through our uh, inner source, w- open source sig devops mutualization and compliant financial infrastructure we think we have several venues to really continue helping providing best practices on how uh, secure open source consumption uh, uh, should be dealt Uh, the financial services industry is one that really uh, is at risk when it comes to uh, open source next slide and so this tees up also some of the asks that we have for you this year um by Narrow KRs, we have committed to a use the OpenSSF best practices badge as a metric to uh, measure the security posture of our projects. So you'll see proposals to embed that in our project lifecycle when it comes to incubating and active projects, and of course, requests for you folks to really act and increase the security posture of our projects related to that we don't want to provide burden you know we don't want to provide the stick without the carrot Uh, we will also continue to roll out tools around uh, uh, lfx security to make sure that all the projects can have a seamless automated scanning uh, at every single piece of code that comes in and again transitive dependencies of course Uh, but there are other opportunistic things that you can start doing now to help us securing our projects and you know avoiding being the next log4j Uh, one using software build materials, uh, SPDX. Uh, secondly, even easier, there is a free set of trainings on secure coding practices. We realize that most uh, academic institutions don't include the mandatory security, secure coding practices in their curriculum. Guess what? LF provides a free training there. So this is something that we will encourage uh, all maintainers to take and then hopefully, uh, or potentially mandate at a certain point. And then finally, uh, uh, we continue to double down, as Aitana said, on open source secure consumption as part of the open source readiness initiative. Next slide, James. Um, I'll close on this and I'll leave it to James with a couple more asks. But just so you know, we are scaling the team to support and nurture the growth. Uh, I talked about Aitana becoming senior manager for our strategic initiatives. The other big news is that Grizz, uh, whom whom you know, uh, uh, probably as he used to lead the project and community uh, marketing stream, is now the head of finance Marketing, um, and is hiring. So we know it's a hot market, but if you have referrals, uh, we'd love we'd love to get them. And the second hire that we're gonna make is really another uh, 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 beefing up our community team from a uh, uh, more senior technical standpoint. We realize that you know, we're now growing a large project portfolio and having subject matter expertise that can help us um, create value add solutions based on our project, it's fundamental. And so that's where we're hiring uh, and beefing up the foundation. So again, referrals are more than welcome. Uh, And with that, James, if you wanna go to the next slide, uh, uh, James is gonna take it from here with a couple of asks for the community. Absolutely. Um, Thank you very much, Gab,
3: um, for that awesome update of Finos and where we are going into 2022. Um, So moving forward from here, I'd like to engage the community and um, just um, take you through where you can get involved. But before I do so, I'd like to um, just give you a few updates myself. So um, from this point forward, um, Finos welcomes back Kim Prado um, from BMO, um, now joining uh, the, the Finos uh, Board of Governors as vice chair, I'm replacing Russell Green. So, welcome back, Kim. Um, and also, there is a proposal for a Finos Technical Steering Committee um, in the Finos Community um, GitHub issues. It's issue 153. Um, it's been socialized um, to the Finos community through various different you know, channels. Um, if you would like to, go and see how the FINOS um, Technical Steering Committee will help in the problem and the solution space. Feel free to go and have a look at that issue and keep an eye on it for further information. Um, And also the um, FINOS Diversity and Inclusion Committee has actually been approved by the FINOS um, Governing Board to become a DEI SIG. Um, We've recently uh, received the um, GitHub issue to create the SIG, both in the FinOS community um, GitHub repository. So feel free to go and have a look in um, GitHub and also take a look at the FinOS landscape for when the SIG has actually been created uh, for people to get involved in. Um, And then finally on this slide, um, if FinOS projects and SIGs need access to FinOS discretionary funding, um, please email helpoffinals.org um, prior to creating a Linux Foundation crowdfunding and mentor- mentorship initiative. And so if you're a SIG lead or a project lead and you need an injection, you know, to get um to get the project accelerating, feel free to um ask for help at helpoffinals.org. Now, opportunities that you don't want to miss. Um, so also in the Finos community uh, repo, we have Track being contributed by Accenture um, that manages complex and highly governed models by providing an immutable time index version of the platform's model and data. Feel free to go in there and have a look at TRAC. Uh, FDC3 is actively recruiting um, FSI maintainers to steer the future direction of the standard. And we welcome City, NatWest and UBS as participants into FDC3, um, and Waltz uh, are now meeting every second Thursday of each month. Um, participants include NatWest, RBC, City, and UBS, and Deutsche Bank. Um, and the team are currently working through Waltz APIs, containerization, and using Docker um, and GGCharm. So feel free to have a look at the, the Waltz repo and join a Waltz project meeting. Now, uh, in order to help um, the Finos community scale within the project in Six Space, um, we're directing people to um as the recommended route to ask for help. Um, so, if you need help with anything to do with the Finos community, um, so infrastructure, marketing, content, meetups, or anything you know related, uh, feel free to email help@finos.org, where we'll redirect you to the right people. Um, The Finos team will be working with the community to roll out um, LFX features for security, DEI, etc. But what we're also going to be working with you on is creating an open profile. Um, So everybody has access to their journey in LFX. And so you can track your affiliations um, through LinkedIn. And you can also see what training you've done, what meetups you've attended, and what events you've been to—it's a great way of charting your um, open source growth through the LF. Um, to help us enforce security of our projects, we'd like projects and SIGs to enable security scanning on projects, and familiarise yourself with the security disclosure policy that we have within Finos, and also take um, security coding uh, practices that are part of our free training that we're offering through the LF. Um, and we're really going to be marketing and pushing our Good First issues and also you know, other labels such as security, um, one of which is kind of like a consolidated view of all of our Good First issues that you can see by um, hitting the FinOS wide list of issues um, when we actually send that on with our PDFs. So if you're a maintainer of a project, use Good First issues and then that will advertise it to the rest of um, the FinOS community as they look for work to do. Right. Okay. Um, so, this is where we actually get into um, our project and SIG updates. And I'm really pleased that, you know, we have maintainers and contributors from our projects and SIGs on the call. One thing I'd like to note to the people who are on the call is that the running order is slightly different to that that I, I said at the beginning before we opened the webinar. Um, and just so people on the call know, I'm going to be using some pens Uh, green, amber, and red, just to indicate um, to our SIG leads and our project leads how much time they've got left. And so Alvin Shi, if you're free to come off mute um, and represent um, KDB and KDB Studio, it'll be awesome if you could start your three minutes,
4: please. Okay, thank you. So I guess the uh, KDB-related projects are for tools and utilities around the time series database product from KX system called KDB+. Uh, One open source project that uh, we at Morgan Stanley have come to embed in our ecosystem is QPython. And (laughs) maintenance stopped on that a few years ago and did not incorporate uh, the update to the protocol, which allowed large messages uh, going from 2 gigabytes to basically 100 gigabytes. And so uh, we hard forked that into Finos and we have made the necessary changes and it's released on PyPy. So it's basically no ask here. You are just welcome to consume it if you are using KDB and Python. Uh, KDB Studio is another project. It is a uh, KDB querying front end, uh, which presents query results in tabular format. Uh, it also basically was not receiving any kind of maintenance updates. We've hard forked that. And uh, we can tr- we basically put in a bunch of features requested by the Morgan Stanley community, and that's been great. And we've been taking advantage of the build tooling uh, on the FinOS platform. Uh, but one of the great things about FinOS is that it brings developers together and they brought us a developer who has been maintaining a separate fork for Deutsche Bank. And we are currently uh, unifying the two forks where actually there have been more aggressive shall we say uh, development happening on the the, the new fork that we're bringing in. And then we will layer our changes on top of that. So uh, very exciting times. Uh, I guess. It seemed hard to sort of top that, but actually, Finos also brought us uh, Scott Logic, where you know, we've been talking about sort of older components and keeping up to date. And a lot of KDB Studio is based on older Java components. So, what we'd uh, asked is for the sort of TypeScript based thing. And Scott Logic came through, and we will be working on that. So, to uh, finish off, basically, with these user-based tools, we would like maybe more help with user-friendly documentation. I guess there's you know, obviously more we can do with uh, security related things and the inclusive language. Uh, other projects kind of led the way, and we are following suit. Thanks. Back to you, James.
3: That's amazing um thank you alvin you were dead on three minutes so thank you so much for timing that so well um and so we swiftly move on to compliant financial infrastructure with abdullah garcia um abdullah if you'd like to come off mute um and introduce your update please
5: uh thank you james so the cfi uh basically what it does is t- uh, looks at uh, cloud services uh, from GCP or AWS or Azure. It produces a security document, which is basically translated into infrastructure as uh, code via Terraform, and that basically gets into a flow where it's tested to meet external and, inter- and internal regulatory and security controls. As f- as Per the slide, the latest achievements are the following. Uh, The CDMC joined the CFI and the OCCDMC. Uh, Basically, what this means is that we're gonna get a little bit more of insight in terms of data management, uh, testing and security controls uh, into cloud services, right? Uh, This will be through having Pheno's maintainers joining the CDMC core team to push the tech decisions along the lines of this pipeline. Uh, We also got the integration of AWS EKS Terraform with the CFI GitHub Actions and the AWS credentials to execute, finally, the end-to-end creation of infrastructure as code and testing, right? And this is through the integration of the open compliance for CDMC ProVR framework, which tests basically a set of packs, in this case for uh, AWS EKS, uh, the CIS benchmarks, and Uh, This is to make sure that we actually get the right security controls in place for this uh, cloud service. And last but not least, we're preparing our first package uh, production release to pitch it to Finos public client instance uh, in order to make sure that we have actually uh, our first battle test for what we are doing within the group. Right. I would like to give a special shout out to Eddie Knight and Bob Claude. Uh, which enable this pipeline uh, to be actually completed on an end-to-end basis. And as for the CFI itself, we need more people to come over to help us out uh, as project maintainers and to contributors. And yeah, back to you, James. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Thank you Thank you
3: very much, Abdullah. And um, it's an absolute privilege to be part of the Compliant Financial Infrastructure Group um, or project as their point of contact for Finos. And so, if anybody needs anything from the group or would like to join, feel free to reach out to james at finos.org. And with that, I'd like to move over to the Inner Source Special Interest Group with um, Arthur Moultson. So, Arthur, if you're able to come off me and introduce your slide, please.
6: Uh, great. Hi. Hi everyone. Um, super excited to share the progress of the Inner Source SIG and also maybe. Just a quick summary of uh, what our goal is. So we're really here to create that safe space um, for financial organizations and and large enterprises to share their efforts to introduce and implement InnerSource within their organization. And of course, work collaboratively with the whole Finos uh, community and also share our learnings upstream to the broader InnerSource Commons community as well. So with that said, uh, we've had a a busy few quarters and year. Uh, One of the really exciting things, um, uh, developments that we had was uh, Elspeth uh, Minty from Morgan Stanley stepping up and joining as a SIG co-lead, which uh, as one of the co-leads I'm super excited about. Another one, and this was actually a community contribution, uh, which was fantastic, so shout out uh, to, to our broader community. We started the InnerSource um, awesome list. So if you're familiar with awesome lists, they're fairly popular within the community, um, like broadly tech community for collating and organizing uh, resources to help people get started and also explore and level up. We've done the same thing for Inner source resources. And we also worked uh, collaboratively to publish our first inner source maturity matrix. So this was something we had come up with uh, in an Excel spreadsheet earlier on when we had started the SIG and we've now converted it into GitHub uh, Markdown documents. This should make it a lot easier for people to use it, share it, link to it, and also expand on it and make contributions. So that's actually the next steps. We'd love for the broader Finos community to A, be aware that this exists, uh, ideally start to use some of these resources, uh, add example assets and, and really start making use of it. Um, we also would love to start collating case studies of the, uh, fin- from the Finos community and their use of InnerSource within their uh, organizations. Huge thank you to everyone listed there as our contributors. So the community continues to expand. We get new members joining, Uh, really happy to see everybody. And um, also huge thank you to the InnerSource Commons community and many of their resources that we've actually leveraged and built on and tried to focus for the broader enterprise and financial services organizations. So our ask again, please take a look at the InnerSource Maturity Matrix and contribute your own experiences and join our SIG and help spread the, the word on Inner source. It's really your kind of uh, gateway drug to open source within uh, your organizations. Thank you.
3: That's amazing, Arthur. Thank you very much um, for representing the Inner Source Special Interest Group. And once again, I'm also the PAC for the Inner Source SIG. Um, so feel free to reach out at Jake to James at finos.org if um you would like to join and get involved. And yeah. next we move over to uh Fifion Wiggins um from Goldman Sachs, who's going to introduce the financial objects update.
7: Thanks, James. So yeah, in financial objects, we have just reached, I think it's our one year anniversary, since we um, started out last year. And over that last year, we've had two projects, um, that we were able to spin out one of those was the ISDA CDM commodities options group. And actually, we were able to make one contribution back to that industry standard, which was really, really awesome. Um, And we're really excited that just recently, we have had the license agreed to be able to continue continue to contribute to the CDM. So actually coming up, we will have a structured products uh, project that will spin out to start to look at some of the more complex derivative products out there and and really model those together in the industry. So that's really exciting. If you're interested in that, please do look out for it. Um, In terms of current projects that we have running, so the other one that we spun out, that's the product control template group. Really great progress made there where we've actually been able to have templates and also the mappings um, to bring harmonization across price dissemination um, in the financial industries. It's been great to see a number of um, vendors also in this space getting involved. So they have reached testing stage. um, And so we've had two participants already doing the testing and that's been great. We've had some positive feedback on using Legend and being able to test in Legend, which we're really excited about. But if you are involved in that project or you're interested in price dissemination in the financial industry, please do get in touch and we can get you connected there and linked up to do some testing as well. And so I guess that leaves me to finally say our next FINOS Financial Objects SIG is on the 22nd of February. And so kicking off 2022, what we really want to do is hear from you and explore a couple of other data standards that are in the industry or problem statements where you think that data standards would help us solve those problems. So a couple of ideas we've got out there at the moment. We're looking at ESG. We're looking at settlement instructions. We're thinking about the ISO standards, perhaps also XBR. Um, so if any of those are of interest, please reach out and have a look at the um, issues page, the financial objects issues, and please start commenting there. Or if any other ideas, please do reach out to either Ian or myself. That's Ian Sawyer at ISDA. Thank you.
3: That's amazing. Thank you very much, Fee. And thank you very much to the other panelists for um letting me know that I actually accidentally nudged us back a couple of slides. And apologies, Fee, for that. Um, and last but um uh, Definitely not least. Uh, we move over to Chris West from Kosaic um, for the FDC 3
8: update. Thanks, James. Um, if you've not encountered FDC 3 before, it's the open standard for interoperability between apps running on the financial services desktop, so front-end interoperability. Um, we, when FDC 3 was first started, it was actually four different working groups that have since merged together for governance purposes into a single working group however there are lots of different areas of the standard that we work on Uh, so we now set up a set of discussion groups who work on proposals to enhance improve the standard and uh, we've been able to get an awful lot of work done that way so we spin these up as we need them generate some proposals and bring them back to our standards working group for approval the first one of those we set up was Channels, Feeds, and Transactions, which was all about enabling new use cases for interoperability using the FTC3 API, things like being able to raise a request to another a- application and get back either an answer or a stream of answers, um, things we call Feeds and Transactions. Now, th- that group has now had its proposals approved as of last Thursday, so they'll be going into version 2 of the fdc 3 standard, and, and the group's now wound up. Um, we've also recently kicked off the context data and intense uh, discussion group, which is really exciting because it um, is happening at a time when fdc 3 is getting lots of use in institutions. And we're now seeing lots of requests going for, to vendors to actually support that standard and to do that um, and to do it without prior bilateral conversations between vendors, they need to standardize the messages that they're sending. If you're using it within one firm, you can do that internally, but between firms, it needs to happen. So that working group now has about twelve mem- uh, members from twelve different firms who are all discussing the use cases they have for different types of messages and therefore the objects they can standardise. Uh, another group that has uh, it is at its sort of third meeting stage is Desktop Agent Bridging Group. It was always intended that FDC three enable interrupt not just between applications but even the environments that they're running in, perhaps uh, containers. Um, Now, by getting those different containers to talk to each other, we can enable yet more use cases, especially when you have um, uh, copies from a couple of different vendors on your desktop. Uh, So that's being led by a couple of institutions who are already uh, implementing those use cases on their own desktop. And then finally, we're just kicking off our uh, discussion group to work on the app directory standard within FDC3. This was a commitment for us um, in FTC 3.2. And in fact, why we're doing a major version release because we're expecting big changes in how the app directory lists uh, applications and provides their details to different containers. Now, if you'd like to get involved in any of those discussion groups, you can uh, check out the Getting Involved section on the FTC 3 GitHub. You'll see the link there at the top, or in fact, can find some uh, new information on contributing governance, etc. within the FTC 3 website. And uh, as I said, FDC 3.2 is on the way. We're hoping to have that um, uh, ratified sometime in the second quarter or early second quarter of this year. And as part of that, we've been getting some help from Finos in turning it into a more formal specification. Um, They've been able to get us access to a very experienced editor, Rex Jacecki, who's uh, involved in uh, several different ISO and ECMA standards. And has a long track record of helping to edit and chair standards groups. Um, so he's been helping us to um, bring up the quality of the standard. And then finally, we will be merging uh, shortly a number of those proposals I mentioned, and hopefully some new proposals on the app directory in the next couple of months.
3: That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Chris. Um, And I did mention that that was last but not least, but it's not actually. We do have Symfony BDK for Java. So Olivier, um, if you'd like to give your update.
9: Sure, thank you, James, and hello, everyone. So here is a quick update on the Symfony Bot Developer Kit for Java, contributed last year to the community. Um, The latest 2.5 release comes with a a new very useful feature to manage easily Symfony-type arguments in the slash command, as shown in a, in a code sample on this slide. String values, ad mentions, hashtags, and cash tags are supported. The 2.6 pre-release introduces a new innovative concept inspired from famous frameworks like uh, Quarkus to let developers extend the BDK by creating extension services. We aim to see a lot of contributions with different kinds of complementary services that would increase the capabilities of the BDK while improving the memory usage. And to conclude this uh, very quick update, I'd like to remind everyone our recent contribution of the Symphony Generator, a human-based generator used to create scaffolds of bot projects based on BDK or WDK. Symphony Generator is the perfect tool to start your Symphony project the right way. Thank you, and back to you, James.
3: That's amazing. So thank you very much, everybody from the Finos community and of our, our projects and six for your updates. Um, we now go across to save the dates. Before, before we is... jump
1: there, James, I just want to say one word. I want to just again thank you, eco your, your thank you to all of our maintainers and um, just call out one item I think you mentioned before, which is we are also looking at the creation of a technical steering committee in the. Uh, uh, o- you know, to really overlook the project portfolio of finance, the more technical aspects of it, the reason why I mentioned that is that. You know you have had just six separate updates from our projects, but the reality is that we are seeing more and more projects actually connect to each other across the portfolio um, to deliver added value uh, and solutions and so. I hope, and we'd love your feedback throughout the year, both in terms of use cases or how projects should connect to each other, but just know that we're starting to really look at the FINOS project portfolio of over 50 projects as a, uh, in a more holistic, in a more uh, orchestrated way. And the technical steering committee is certainly one of the ways that we're looking at uh, improving connectivity across projects. Um, There's an issue in our community repo, there's been overwhelming support, we're looking uh, at that potentially to be uh, uh, something that we put together in later part of the year. So if you're interested or want to volunteer for that, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Sorry for hijacking, James.
3: No, that's absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. And once again, thank you, everybody, for your updates. They were truly superb. Um, And with that, I'd like to pass the mic over to Grizz who I believe is going to share some data with us. All right.
0: Let's go. So a couple of quick things. The Open Source Strategy Forum, uh, we've done a name change to reflect uh, what that conference is really about, which is Open Source and Finance Forum. Uh, So we will now be OSFF, not to be confused with our previous OSSF conference nor the OSSF subproject of the Linux Foundation that focuses on security. <laughs> um, and then um, uh, James, if you wanna go ahead and hit the next slide. I think that, I don't know why there's a build, um, but you know, surprises. Um, so we are planning uh, July 13th for London. And the uh, really awesome thing about that is we're working with the organizers of FinTech Week London. Not everything's been finalized yet, but it will be during the same week at least, if not um, uh, part of the activities that are going on during that week as well. Um, The CFP opens tomorrow for both uh, London and New York, and New York will be December 8th. Um, So uh, that will go out tomorrow. There's a press release, so don't tell everybody. Uh, but uh, not yet um but if you'd like to participate as a speaker um, you can actually start sending your call or um your proposals tomorrow and then we are also uh this year we will be working on a member meeting uh for earlier in the year but uh, but we're still working on that for right now we do want to uh, put out there that the 8th through the 10th of November, the Linux Foundation Member Summit is going on in Lake Tahoe. And uh, we will actually be co-locating our our end of the year uh, FinOS member meeting with the Linux Foundation Member Summit. So um, we'll be putting out more information about that as the year goes on, but we wanted to put those out there as save the dates for right now. Uh, We hope that you can all join. We hope that you will put um, proposals in for talks and uh, then we're really looking forward to working with all of you throughout the year on these conferences, member meetings, um, and then we're working on meetups, uh, both online and in-person in many different locations. I'll
1: leave it at that for right now. Thank you very much. Thank you, Grace. I, I just want to say, uh, again, congratulations for stepping up uh, at Leading Marketing and to the community. Um, you might have noticed that one of our OKRs is to grow attendance of 50% to our open of OSS and members meeting. Um, so, in addition to submitting the CFP and uh, uh, you know helping registrations in your organization. Um, we're kicking off a bring a friend program now I'm just joking but if you can help us with advocacy as well the press release is going out tomorrow so even a share or a retweet or a like would really uh, help uh, expanding and amplify the footprint uh, of fifth still learning uh, um, so thank you so much in advance for that And finally, um, we've been looking
3: at uh, the amount of attendees who we've had today, and we've drawn two lucky winners of Finos Swag um, out of a hat. Um, so, Gab, I don't know if you have the names. I certainly do. Um, but if you would like to announce the winners or let me know you if you'd it. like me you got to do. you go for put it in. Brilliant. So um, I'd like to congratulate um, Brittany Eystens. Um, for being the first winner of some Finol Swag, we'll get a promo code over to you. And the second winner of Finol Swag will be Stephen Brandt. Um, so thank you so much for everybody for being here today. Um, I'm sure the Finals team will also like to um, say thank you for all of our attendees and all of our panelists and all of the effort that's gone into all of the slides that people have contributed into the deck. Um, thank you everybody for um, attending today. Um, And we would like to see you on the Finos community repo, raising Finos community recognition, looking for Finos projects and SIGs in the Finos landscape, joining Finos and SIG um, project and SIG meetings, and joining Finos office hours that both um, myself and Julia uh, attend and run um, on a regular basis. So with that, I'd like to say thank you. I don't know if anybody else would like to say thank you before we end.
1: I just definitely want to say thank you, everyone. And uh, uh, we are off to a great year. Uh, So looking forward to an exciting year with all of you. And just as a shameless plug, I just posted the list of good first issues uh, down there. So in case you're looking for a place to start, that's a great place to start contributing. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed uh, the All Community Call from the FinOS team and the FinOS community and maintainers. This, of course, is an open call to get involved with the FinOS community. Um, you can subscribe to This Week at FinOS uh, that will tell you about what's happening on a weekly basis with our open source project and m- SIG meetings. Join us on Slack. We have a FinOS community Slack that you can be involved in. Uh, join us on LinkedIn, join us on Twitter we have seemingly endless ways for you to get in touch with us get involved with the community and find out more about how open source is really influencing financial services um, on a daily basis and of course if you'd like to take the next step and become a finos member and really get involved with our community please let us know uh, reach out to us at info at or even better membership at finos.org Uh, Also, uh, help help at finos.org has been established um, to handle any of the technical or marketing needs that you have. Um, So again, one more way to reach out to us, help at finos.org, and let us know how we can help. Alright, the ramblings of a madman have stopped. As always, uh, this is Chris Griswold. Good day, good night, thank you, wherever you are. Have a great weekend. (music) you <music>